But y'all just uh, keep the church in prayer. God has really blessed the church in this whole time of uh, our been able to, your, through your offerings and things, be able to take care of everything that needs to be taken care of. So again, thank y'all so much for being faithful. And when you're faithful to God, God's faithful to you. And uh, everything, and uh, so uh, this morning, I just, I guess I was thinking about a lot of things, but I titled my message, and if any, if any of you seen it, The Power of the Presence of the Lord. Do you realize when you got the presence of the Lord with you, it's kind of like that. When God's with you, who can be against you? Our God is all-powerful. There is nothing more powerful than God. And when his presence is dwelling in you, and you have brought yourself into a relationship with God, you're serving God, you're following God's word, God's favor is upon you. You know, I still love that in the book of Job. Whenever the angels come before God, Satan came with them. And he started condemning the people. Satan did this and that. And anyway, God said, hey, Satan, have you ever thought about my man Job? He is one of the most faithful and true men I know. And what did Satan say? Well, sure he is. But look at all you've done for him. You've got your hedge of protection around him. Do you realize if you're following God and walking with God, God's got his hedge of protection around you? And God told Satan something. He said, you can do with him what you want, but you can't touch his life. In other words, Satan has to have permission from God to, to come against you. And sometimes we do go through some things. We Sometimes, you know, we think we've got a lot of faith. But until that faith is tested at times, you don't know how much faith you do have. I know right now, Lynn is being tested. Lynn Walker, Harold's wife. And she's standing strong. She's told the nurses, my husband is not going to die. He is getting better and better. See, that's the thing about it. We believe God. It's kind of like I did a sermon here. It's been a while back, but whose report are you going to believe? You going to believe God's report or are you going to believe man's report? I think I'm going to stick with God. And God in Exodus says, For I am the Lord that healeth you. He's, he's right off the bat. He tells us who he is. He is a God of healing, a God of love, a God of mercy. He is just a God of everything we need. And when we walk with God and we serve God, 
And his presence then dwells within us. When that presence is dwelling within us, I'll put it like this. If you've ever accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the presence of God dwelling in you through the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit that's dwelling in you. It's that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. So you talk about a powerful, powerful Spirit. That Spirit is living in you. Because we forget about it. Oh, woe is me. What am I going to do? Anybody that been there? First thing I want to do is I'm going to go to the man. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to go right before God. He says, yeah, you now through Jesus Christ, you boldly can come to the throne of God. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, we can now boldly come to to God. I don't mean in arrogance or anything like that, but I mean in a humbleness that we can come in before God. You do not have to come before a priest, a preacher, or anybody else. You can go directly before God. See, in the Old Testament, they had to go through a priest. Many people today think they've got to go through a priest. But it says through the blood of Jesus Christ, if you are faithful to Jesus Christ, you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Through his blood, you now can come boldly before the throne of God. And you can ask God for what you need. Where's your faith? Now, when you come to God, you're going to have to have faith. Because God is not going to accept anything else. For he says without faith, we cannot please God. So when we come before God, we're going to come through him. We better come through him with faith. I think I forgot about this. Yeah, I don't guess it's working. All right. But when we come to God, we're going to have to come to him in faith. What did James say over there? He said, For without faith do not let any man think he shall receive anything. You're going to have to believe God's word. You have to trust God. You're going to put your faith where it's what we call mountain-moving faith. He said, you speak to that mountain and you don't doubt, that mountain's got to move. Now, you know, we look at a physical mountain sometimes. That mountain could be sin in your life. By confessing that, that sin is gone. Health. By coming to God, confess Him. God, I need to be made whole. You see what's going on with me. But I'm coming to you in faith knowing that you'll heal me. Bring your needs to God in faith. That is the whole thing. We're going to have to come to God in faith. And so far I hadn't said a word that I've got wrote down. But, uh, you know... Well, I want to look here right fast. I'm going to get back to my main thing here. Uh, I want to look at Scripture here in a minute. It shows the presence of God 
and how he can empower the people's lives in whom his presence is in. Do you realize that God can empower your life? He can put power in your life by his presence. You know, I think one of the clearest examples is Moses. It said Moses was was convinced that without God's presence and power in his life, it was useless for him to attempt to do anything. Moses is right. Without the power and the presence of God in our life, it is almost impossible for us to attempt to do anything if it's not within God's will for us to do it. When Moses spoke face to face with God, this is in Exodus 33:15. He spoke face to face with God, and, and, and Moses said something to God. And Moses was just as serious as he could be. He said, if your presence does not go with me, then carry us not up there. Moses was saying, Lord, if your presence is not with me, then I'm not going. I'm not going. Moses was getting ready to take the people toward the promised land. But Moses, God if you're not going to be with me, if you're not going to walk with me, if you're not going to go with me, I don't want to go. I'm not going without you. I sometimes I think that's what we need to do. We have something going on in our lives. Lord, if you're not in this with me, then don't send me there. Don't let me go there. Moses knew it was God's presence and it was God's power that separated the people of Israel from all other nations. Why did God choose a nation like Israel? Israel was the tiniest nation. There's nothing special about Israel. But God said, you will be my people. And God walked with Israel. Israel did things that no other nation could do because of God's presence and his presence with them, with Israel. You know, and uh, <clears throat> and this is also true for the church. If the church does not have God's presence with them, we can't do anything. The church has to have the presence of God. We've got to believe and have faith. We've got to ask for God's presence. You know, I think that's one, probably one of the most powerful things as a church that you can do. If when you come into this church in the morning, pray. Ask for the power of God's presence to be in this church this day. God, you see what we need. You see the healings that we need. You see the physical things going on with people. You see people that are sick. You see people that are having a very rough time. Lord, I'm coming before you right now, and I'm praying for these people. I'm asking for your presence to be in here. I'm asking for your healing power to show up. I'm asking for your divine mercy to come upon this church. Be with us, Lord. We belong to you. We are your children, and we desire your presence to be here with us. If that presence isn't here, if God is not here with us, 
Y'all just here, just sitting around listening. We need God's presence. We need the move of the Holy Spirit inside the church. You need to feel the Spirit. And then you need to act upon what the Spirit is saying. You know, the only thing that sets us apart from non-believers, and that's the presence of God with us. He's healing us, guiding us, and showing us His will. We need the presence of God. And when the Lord's presence is with us, we have that hedge of protection around us, just like God put around Job. We have a hedge of protection around us. But without God, do you realize that you are helpless? Without God, you are helpless. Satan can have his way with you. Did you all notice what I said a while ago? What did Satan say to God? Well, sure. I can't do anything to him because you've got your hedge of protection around him. We need to remember that. God has his hedge of protection around us. We belong to God, and God cares about each and everything that we go through. God cares about you. You're his. It's just like you. Don't you care if your child has a problem and something's coming against that child? Don't you care about what that child's going through? God's the very same way. He cares about what we're going through, and God wants to help us get through that. And, and here, and long ago when I said that, that Moses went before God, look at how, how God answered Moses. He says, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest and peace. When God's presence is with us and walks with us, we get rest and we get peace because we've got God's presence with us. Let me ask you just a question. Have you ever prayed that you had, and there was something really going on in your life, and you prayed to God, God, I need this, and God knew what you needed. You felt a peace and a rest come over you like you've never felt before. That's how God's presence works in our life. God hears us, and then he comes, and he meets our need. He comes and he meets our need. I think, you know, this is a great promise and God was saying, no matter what your enemies or your or trials you may face, I'll always be with you and you will always be able to find peace and rest in my presence. That's only in the presence of God. This is true for every Christian today. If you have Jesus presence in your life, you will experience God's peace and you'll experience his rest. You're going to experience something that, that, that only God can do. God, Jesus wants to say, he said, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, not as what the world gives, but as only I can give. There's a difference in the peace and in the peace of God. The real peace is that peace that comes from God. And I just want to, I want to show you something here in just a minute. I want to look at uh, a couple Old Testament examples of God's blessings and presence brought on the lives of his people.
And I think we can look. God's presence was so visible in Abraham's life that even the pagan people around Abraham saw the difference between their lives and the life of Abraham. In Genesis 21-22, I'm not going to read that whole thing, but I'm just going to read the very end of it. This is King Amalek. He looks at Abraham. He says, Amalek spoke unto Abraham, saying, Your God is with you in all that you do. They had watched Abraham. They had watched the presence of God upon Abraham. They had watched how God worked in Abraham's life and the blessings that God put up on Abraham. See, this pagan, pagan king, he was saying, Abraham, there's something different about you. Your God watches over you. He guides you. He blesses you wherever you go and whatever you do. Do you know that God's watching over you? He's blessing your life. He's blessing what you do. God allows blessings to come upon us in our life so other people, you know, can see God through you. These pagan people saw the true God by his blessings on Abraham. And that's what I just said. Others can see the true God by his blessings on you and how he's blessed you. You realize that you have people probably look at you. Well, they must be Christians. They must belong to God. Look at the blessings on their life. Look at how God blesses them daily, how he watches over them, how he takes care of them. See, that's what Amalek saw in, in uh, Abraham. He saw God's blessings upon him. He says, your God blesses you wherever you go and whatever you do. When you have God's blessings with you, they abide on you. You have God's favor on your life. And when you have God's favor on your life, there's nothing that can come against you. We got Joshua. You know, God, God promised Joshua that no enemy would be able to stand against him with God's presence. Look, I mean, Joshua uh, chapter 1, 5 through 6. This is God talking to Joshua. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. For as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. As God walked with Moses, God says, As I walked with Moses, I will also walk with you and be with you. God said, I will not fail you, I will not forsake you, but be strong and of good courage. When you've got God on your side, you need to be strong and of good courage. Let your faith just stand out above everything else. When God's Spirit is present with us, we can, we can be strong and courageous. When God's Spirit's there, that Spirit fills you to where you're strong, you're courageous, and your faith just takes over all. You know, here in Isaiah 54, 17, I love this, and it's so true, and I'm sure all of y'all have experienced, I know that Walter has, because he told me that he quoted this to the IRS one time.
No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. How are you going to condemn that word? By speaking the word of God against the enemy. You speak the word of God against them. For this is the, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. For their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. In other words, God says, whatever you go through, when others come against you, don't worry about it because I've got your back. Walter quoted that. I laughed. He was telling me about it. And he said he ain't never heard from the IRS again. I guess IRS didn't want to hear no more talk about God, so they, don't, they didn't call him back. But that is so true. When God's got your back, there's nobody going to mess with you. That's what he was telling us. When God's got your back, nobody's going to mess with you. And then, I know I've, I've spoke this before because this is one of my very favorites. It's in Isaiah. God spoke this promise to Israel. But you know now, we, it says, for now there is no difference in the Jew and the Gentile. God sees us as he sees the Gentile. I mean, see, as he sees the Jew. We're the Gentile. You know, back, to, back then, a Gentile was anybody that was not a Jew. But we are part now. We were grafted in to God because of the rejection of Israel against Jesus, against accepting him. When the Gentiles started receiving Jesus and believing, he grafted us in. He made us his children also. And then he goes, and that's what he says. For now, there is no difference between the Jew and the Gentile. He sees us both the same, and he loves us both the same. <clears throat> but he says, he's talking to, to the people, to the Israelites. But you know, that includes us now. God says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. In other words, you belong to me. I know you. I know who you are. I know your name. And when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, the raging, flooding rivers, I will be with you, for they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you, for I am the Lord your God, your Savior. Fear not, for I am with you. We all need to get this down into our spirit knowing that God is also speaking that about us. When we go through things, when we go through problems, trials, tribulations, and just like right now, what the church and different people are going through with all this coronavirus stuff and just the different things all the pestilence, the turmoil, the rioting, and everything else. I hope you know God. You need that presence of God in your life. You need to know somebody cares. I, somebody I can count on. And that someone is God. God hears you in your time of need, and God will answer.
God says, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you did not know. Uh, God is so full of love for us as his children. God's saying, when my presence is with you, you can go through the floods, you can go through the fires, and you will not be harmed. For you will be blessed and you will be highly favored through it all because of my presence with you. That's what I'm saying. People, see God's presence in you. You are walking around out there and they're seeing God in you. They know there's something different about you. Maybe they don't know right off what it is, but they look at it there's something different about that person. And that's something different is you have the presence of God in your life. People can sense this. I know at some of the hospitals, I'd be in the, either in the waiting room for surgery or something, and I would have people come up, and they'd, they'd, they'd look at me, and they'd say, are you a pastor? And I said, well, yes, I am. I said, I can tell. Could I talk to you a minute? You'd be surprised how many people I've talked to that I did not even know. Simply because I guess they could tell that the presence of God was with me. They'd see me praying with different people. I'd have people just come to me and say, could you pray with me? I was, well, sure. I've had people come to me. In a minute, could you come go down to my loved one's room and pray over them and pray for them? And I said, I sure will. But see... When you got the presence of God, people can tell. They can know. And I think that's one of the biggest compliments that I have ever had is, you're a Christian, aren't you? Yes, I am. They didn't go around and ask prayer from somebody that they did not know if they were a Christian or not. They wanted to make sure that when Abe was prayed for, that they was prayed for by somebody that knew God. You probably many of you out here have had people to just come to you and ask, "Could you pray with me? Could you pray for me?" Because they see the presence of God on you and in your life. You know, when we go through the trials and tribulations and the things of this world, there's only one thing that's going to matter. Who's walking through that fire with you? That's the only thing that's going to matter. Who is in the fire with you? Who's in the lion's den with you? Well, I want God. I want somebody to keep those lion's mouths shut. But people can just sense the presence of God. There's just something about a Christian that you stand out over the others. They see that difference. And you're going to be the first one that they approach for prayer. You know, these promises from God are meant to encourage us and to urge us to seek God's presence. These, things, these scriptures that we read about God's goodness, how he has 
intervened in other people's lives. All the things that he has done is to encourage us, hey, I want to know God just like Abraham knew God. I want to know God just like Moses knew God. I want to know God just like Joshua knew God. I want that presence of God on my life walking with me. I tell you, I think that's probably had to be one of the loneliest feelings there is is to know God is not with you. To know that God is not with you. You know, we can thank God for all that he did for Abraham, Joshua, and all of Israel. We should be thankful for all God because he's shown us what he did because of his love for them. And he's also shown, I'll do this for you too. I'll do this for you. And as a true believer in Christ, we also have a powerful testimony of God's presence and what he's done for us. I look out here over this crowd right now and I can see num- numerous people that God has touched, that has brought them through circumstances that you would not believe. I've been with them. I've seen with my own eyes the touch of God's hand upon them. You could tell immediately when God's presence and the touch was there. There was a whole change, a whole difference. I've told you about it. Pat Bramlett, we was at the hospital with her. She was having a heart problem. The heart, they could not get it regulated. We was in the emergency room. They were doing everything they could. Went there, anointed her with oil, prayed over her, and just almost immediately, all the machines went to normal. The doctors, nurses come in there. What's going on? What happened? And like I said, Pat answered and said, God showed up. God shows up. When you really have faith and believe God, God shows up. Walter, when he went through his stroke, we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. Well, I'm sorry, but that man will never come out of here walking. He won't probably come out of here, probably in a wheelchair. Walter walked out there and he's walking today. God showed up. Martha in the hospital, all through all her surgeries, here she is sitting in here today. Why? Because God showed up. I look around at different people. I see this. You've got a testimony. And you need to be sharing that testimony with others out there. Of, Let me tell you what happens when God shows up. I may have to do a sermon on that one time when God shows up. But anyway, when we are true believers in God, people can tell. There's a difference. There's a difference. Like I said, he guides our lives. He opens doors in our lives. He moves obstacles out of the way. He takes his old cold, hard heart and he makes it soft and pliable. Some of you have been there. I've been there. You know, he takes fear away. 
Where does fear come from? The enemy. Scripture says, For God did not give us the spirit of fear, the better power, love, and a sound mind. That's God. Satan tries to put fear in you to, to, to just keep you all upset. But God then comes and he gives you peace. He takes that fear away. Let me ask you something. Do you have the presence of Jesus Christ living in you today? Do you know that you have that presence living in you? I'm going to ask the band to come up because I'm fixing to get through here. Do you need this peace that we've talked about? Is your life right now, your circumstances in your life right now, and things are going on, that you need peace, you need comfort, you just need to know the presence of God is there watching over you. He's putting his hedge of protection around you. He's watching over you. God wants to do this for you is the thing about it. But do you know you realize something? You have got to allow God's presence to show up and be in your life. That's up to you. You can have God's presence or you can do without it. God's not going to force himself on you. Do you need peace? Do you need fear? Worry removed? Are you going through things that you just, God, I can't handle it? I need, I'm, I'm giving it to you. That's what it's all about. Give it to God. Do you need guidance in your life? You need doors opened? Is there, do you need a mountain in your life moved? You can do it if you've got the faith. Do you have the faith to tell God that you need that mountain moved? To move that mountain and not doubt he can do it? If you need any of these things, you need to make sure you've got Jesus Christ in your life today. I was going to have them sing a song earlier, and I didn't. I didn't call Becky. But it's when he reached down his hands. When he reached down his hands, he reached down for you. He saw you reaching up, and he was reaching down for you. He wanted to comfort you. He wanted to give you peace. He wanted to give you joy. He wanted to give you what you need. He wanted to shower his favor upon you. People to know they're Christian. I want them to know my presence is with them. If you're here today and you need peace, you need comfort, there's things going on in your life, we have an altar right up here. If you'll come down, I'll pray with you. Pray by yourself. If you want me to pray with you, I'll be glad to. I don't mind laying hands on you if you don't. I've got God's hedge of protection around me. So I'll even go to Walmart without a mask. 
Uh, <laughs> so I tell you what, God's presence. He wants you to know it. He wants you to feel it. So if you need that presence as, they, as the band plays, come up. Kneel. If nothing else, just if you've got things to thank God for, this would be a real good time to thank him. That's one thing we miss a lot of times is just simply coming to God and thanking him for what he's done. So if y'all play...